G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Rain and Horn in the top end, 16-11. Rain and Horn Darwin, we will love your listing. Right now we've got Shawnee Willow in the bloody uh, state in the studio here, mate. How are you? Yeah, well, a uh, bit, 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 bit of chaos, as, as was mentioned earlier, but look, yeah, um, yeah ha- happy to be on. Yeah, so we're going to preview the match of the round with Willow, talk about some of the results as well, mate. Reviews of the games on the weekend as well, so uh, just some women football results. Uh, your Tigers went down to the Tiwi, I tipped Tigers in that, lost by five points. St Mary's got the win over Wanderers with my sister-in-law, Takisa Doherty Cole, running a muck apparently, or so she told me. Waratahs beat Palmy, which is a consistent threat, uh, threat here. Pa- uh, Waratahs are standout side. And Southern, uh, Southern Districts went down to Buffett. So I saw that last quarter and Buffett's kicked three goals to run home with it. Uh, Waratahs, Pints and Buffaloes are the top three, which you know could stay that top three. But Tiwi are sneaking up. Nyclis, Southern Districts and St. Mary's. You're seeing a bit of a log jam there for that, uh, for that fourth and fifth spot. So, Willow, tell us about your year, mate. We just had another TikTok sensation, uh, Tommy Bolch, on here earlier. So it's good to get two of yous on at the same day, mate. Yeah, look, um, <laughs> clearly, clearly uh, Prime Train's uh, doing, it, doing it right. Um, and, 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 <laughs> and, yeah, cert, cert, certainly uh, deserves the, the, the credit. He seems to have quite a strong um, following. And, um, look, just from an extent, um, point of view, he's um, yeah quite quite well loved and, and quite a popular figure here in in Darwin and, and at the Darwin Buffaloes. So no, uh, yeah. prop, prop, props to him. Yeah, I'm not too sure if you heard as well, mate. But we just interviewed him as well, and he was really good. Like great content from him. Um, you retain your spot as well in the top ten, so you obviously got to be pretty wrapped with that. You know, it's a pretty you know, prestigious list. Yeah, pre- prestigious yeah. indeed. And um, that look, I mean, I um, pro- pro- probably feel a, a little underdone be- being yeah. in that list. But um, yeah, look, we'll sort of just keep ticking along. Yeah, and it was good to see Philo back to form, wasn't it? Forty-five disposals. How has he been back in form? How did that lift the group? Oh, I, I think it's um, you know th- things that he does uh, on on the track. Um, you know, he's he's very vocal, and he's he's actually got a really uh, he's quite switched on. He's got quite a footy brain. Um, and look, I, I think um, he's he's one that um, always likes to respond after you know a performance that's probably not up to his standard. And yep. and look, clearly on on the weekend he 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 was able to do that. Um, and and also kicking a few goals um, sort of adds another. Um, you know, both to our um, arsenal yeah. in terms of having that that midfield forward option. Yeah, we'll just review a couple of the other games as well from the weekend. So Palmerston versus Waratahs. A few minor discipline issues for early for Palmerston, which has, you know, sort of played into Waratahs' hands, gave away a few goals. Playing Gardens as well, as you guys would know. In your premiership here as well, you guys lost a lot of games there, and Waratahs very hard to beat there, but they needed to be a bit more direct, I thought, Waratahs, uh, Palmerston, chipping the ball back in the corridor. Then When they get that foot in the launch I'd try to launch it in quicker and get quick ball movement in that forward 50 because I think the Achilles heel of, the, of Waratahs will be their slow backs. And I think some sides have exploited that, but if you give them time, they'll all get back and defend as a team. Um, you know, they ended up getting the four points with another three minutes to go. I think Palmerston really could have won that game. 
St. Mary's, you know, they looked they were a shadow of them former selves, weren't they? Did you watch much of that game or have, have you watched it at all? Um, look, I, I, I did um, catch the um, Waratahs and Palmerston game. Yep. Um, look, St. St. Mary's and Wanderers, um, sort of the early stages of that game. It was quite sort of heated at the start, but mm. um, you look, it's, it's, it's you know, you, you look at the Wanderers lineup on paper and, um, you know, they're, they're, they're certainly no easy beats and they're, yeah, they're, they're proven over over the last few seasons that they're going to be a consistent threat if they can, um, you know, get their best team on the on the park and they've got a style of footy that that's that's hard to match. Yeah, Saint Saint Mary's looked selfish at times, didn't they? Not giving the hands, and they're not the Saint Mary's that you, you sort of come to expect. And Wanderers went with some good matchups. Mitch Taylor to Calder was a winner, a win I think. And then you know Stephen Motlock got tagged out of it as we spoke about it also. But it did look like a lower level game, so both sides had a lot of players out. Bus versus Southern Districts. Southern Districts went into that strong favourites, and the gut feel was you know that they were going to just get the job done, weren't they? And they uh, struggled. And but but it was credit to Buffs pressure in their game plan. So I think Buff. Flows are going to be a side. I've got them in my top five now, off off that performances early, mate. How do you see that game, like Buffaloes and Southern Districts? Oh, look, um, I think Buffaloes are quite well balanced if you look at it across the field. And um, yeah, as as you highlighted earlier, Southern Districts certainly went into went into the game as favourites, and and rightfully so, given their um, performances to date. But um, look, when you when you've got um, Bolch and, and and you know a very uh, handy inclusion in in, in, in Robbo Mitch Robinson, mm. um, you know that certainly would have would have got the Buffs players up and and like I said they've they've got a great um, you know mix of talls and 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 smalls and um, you know yeah it looked like they did did worry um, districts up into that un, 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 unfortunate incident where the um, Southern Districts player went down. Yeah, and just reviewing your game, mate, I actually thought Tiwi were really good. I actually thought they were up and about energy. They did have, like, I heard a few murmurs in the crowd, which you hear, you know, like there was 11 non-Tiwis playing, which I brought up before, but it's it's what Tiwi need at the moment because you guys were clinical on the weekend and won by 94, but I thought Tiwi were good. If they didn't have those players, I think Tiwi lose by 200 points. Um, oh, look, the scoreboard, and it's, it's you know, it bit, bit cliche, but the scoreboard certainly didn't reflect um, the match. Um, look, cer- certainly those conditions were um, sort of tough to adjust to in the early stages. But um, look, they moved the ball well. Um, you know, they were very, very selfless, and and the um, and the non tiwi players that they do have really do complement that group. And look, they're going to be better for the run. They 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 were confident, and and even when you're down by, um, you know, down by a significant margin. Um, at times in the game, it's it's easy sort of just to throw the towel in, but it, mm. it certainly we we had to work right to the end. Um, but you know, and they're they're the sort of they're the sort of team they're unpredictable, and if you give them a sniff, um, they can pile on goals quickly. So no, look, it's a credit to it's a credit to Toysy, um and 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 the players, um, you know, for for being able to hold hold their own and and you know put in some competitive performances in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So who who stood out for you for Tiwi? So there's one bloke that in particular that I thought stood out, but who, from your perspective, who did you think stood out? Yeah, oh, you know, I mean, ha- ha- Harley Benell's yeah, come, come there, and yeah, <laughs> think that's say, say, say it the obvious, but no, look, I mean, you know, when you've got a player of that class come, come in, um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it certainly was no surprise that he, he was a player that, um, that that really sort of put the foot down and um, you know caused us issues. Very difficult matchup. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, and when you know he's got that conditioning of, of you know um, a number of seasons at the AFL level, so um, and I think just his presence is, is also uplifting the Tiwi players. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Harley Bennell's definitely. Um, he's on, over living on the islands as well at Mill mm. Carpety. Sen Fridays in the top end, sixteen eleven. Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter.
Welcome back, Ran and Horn Darwin. We will love your listening. After the news, we're going to delve into Sean Wilson, the inner workings of the vice captain of the Nightcliff Football Club, talk about what drives him, some of the stuff he's doing work and outside of football. Do a little bit more on that match of the round. We're going to preview as well some of the games. You're listening to SEN Fridays in the Top End, 16.11am. Ran and Horn Darwin, find a place to write your next chapter. Welcome back to Rain and Horn Darwin. We will love your listening. 16.11am, Top End Radio. Shout out as well to Joseph Franklin out there listening. Hey, Joseph. Uh, Shawnee Willow, let's just talk a bit about what's going on in your life now. So I understand you are the vice captain of Nycliffe. You have been the older veteran now for a couple of seasons, coming over from to Nycliffe from Buffalo's, what, five, six years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, touch on six, oh, six season now, yeah. Yeah, so how was that transition coming from Buffalo's initially? It is quite some time ago, but I actually had um, uh, uh, probably close to two seasons. Yeah, probably a, a season and three thirds to be exact. But yeah, close to two seasons, um, sort of a, a break in between. And um, I guess at the time, football wasn't sort of really a, a priority. And, yeah, and, and once you sort of lose interest in in, in a hobby or an activity, um, it, it's pretty um, you know pre- pretty pretty quickly to sort of um, you know lose that lose that motivation. And that's. I guess that was my my situation at the time. I know players do. Mm. There is a bit of player player movement, but I think there's a, a story attached to, to each of those, and and there's you know motives and intent and intentions um, behind that. So I think mine was just yeah, sort of lost that that traction to um, you know want to play, want to train. Um, and, yeah, sort of just kept my, myself busy um, in other forms. Yeah, and how, how's your personal life going, mate? So I've heard you got you got a very good job now in the government. How's that going? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I was pretty fortunate to, to land a role um, with, with NT Health. So I'm a yeah, public sector servant, um, work, working um, Department of Health as a suicide prevention as a suicide prevention project officer. Oh, nice. Um, so essentially, my day-to-day um, duties. So I, um, I I assist, identify, um, implement, and um, evaluate a range of suicide prevention activities and initiatives across the NT um, to meet organisational and, and service provider needs. And um, look, we know. Um, I think without even working in the space, we've got um, you know qu- quite unique needs here in the territory as opposed to. Um, other other states around Australia. Um, so when there's you know investment um, from from a federal level and 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 the drop down comes into the Northern Territory, you have to be really particular in your your your, your planning, um, your strategic planning and how policies um, you know are rolled out um, yeah. to ensure that we're you know we're not our programs aren't you know we're not funded or delivering on on a population level because um, yeah just 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 the challenges um, that we face here in the territory. Yeah, well, it's a bit of an old thing, isn't it? Like with the stigma with mental health, um, men not being able to talk and that sort of stuff. Willow, like, what, what's your opinion on that? Has that stigma changed? Do you feel? Yeah, and look, it's uh, it's in my role. I think a lot of people do um, align my role. Um, like, to be honest, my role probably doesn't really sit in Department of Health, and that's just the direction that we're going in um, when we talk about suicide prevention. Um, it, it's not the responsibility of, of health services and organisation. Um, it, it requires um, a social-led responses, and it, it's it's the the slogan is it, it, it's it's everybody's business. 
um, and responsibilities when we're talking about suicide prevention need to be managed across portfolios, um, across your Department of Social Services, uh, uh, across your Department of Education, you know, getting that awareness um, and, and, and addressing that, um, destigmatising mental health. And, um, and there's even a main foc a real focus on removing suicide prevention from the men mental health space because, it, it, yeah, there is going to be some overlap, Mm -hmm. um, but the evidence tells us, and I really do work off what the evidence tells us, because without evidence, we're not going to be informed, um, you know, on how we're going to deliver um, initiatives that, that are going to be um, Im implement preventative activities. And, and look, at the end of the day, yeah, re reducing suicides is, is, um, is the number one goal. Um, but we've, we've really started to identify that this needs to be led, um, yeah, you know, across, um, across all departments. Yeah, well, I did work in uh, in the county ward as well, as you know, Willow, and that's at the highest, like higher end of mental health. But it is, it can become quite, you know, quite impactful on people's lives, can't it, mate? Yeah, yeah, it, it does. And and look, we we know that we know that. Um, yeah, mental health. You know, somebody that that that's suffering from depression, um, they're they're twenty times more likely to um, make it a suicide attempt. It's um, you know, so certainly that that aspect of you know deteriorating mental health is, is just going to elevate and increase that risk. Um, and, and we also know all the social determinants, so we know that you know poor housing, um, lack of education and employment, um, you know re relationship breakdowns. Um, you know, there, there, there's there's things that happen in life, those situational crises, um, crisis points that 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 will elevate that risk. Um, so. By, by all means, um, you know, uh, having a, you know, a he healthy mental health is, is going to sort of go, go a long way to live a prosperous life. But, um, but yeah, we're sort of at a point now where we're really um, looking at, um, you know, the community ownership of, all right, you know, this is um, a major problem in, in, in the Territory. Um, you know, fi figures are sort of still at where they were um, five years ago, but we, we're really starting to see... Um, an impact on the, on the ground, um, and we sort of just need to, um, you know, keep keep rolling our sleeves up and um, and working with with those um, community groups on the ground. Yeah, I think I've probably, and you're no different, Will. I think there's probably been five to ten players I've played against that have you know committed suicide. So it is a massive issue in the top end, isn't it? So if it is affecting anyone out there, you know, mental health, just type in, um, you know. Yeah. You can type in mentalhealth.com on uh, in into Google there mental health NT and you can come up with great services there. Yeah, 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 and it's um and, and we know the 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 impact that sporting clubs play on an individual mm. and 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 as a collective, um you know our, our main focus is is that we actually roll out community grants uh so the month of May um is generally when we um open those uh, that that round of grants up we've been doing that for um four four years now. Mm. Um, and and those grants, they're, they're small one-off grants, but we've we've actually shifted a focus now to working with sporting clubs um, and, and being able to <clears throat> um, develop well-being frameworks to say or, or well-being plans, um, and, and that really does include um, uh, an emphasis on on training. Mm. Um, so we we have there's a number of um, training packages um, to in increase that awareness, but actually um, de develop um, skills in, in in suicide prevention or being able to. Um, you know, have have those conversations because it is it's it's often 
taboo, and it's it, it, it's there's groups or or, or or spaces or regions where you if you introduce um, the the term suicide. I mean, I've been living and breathing this world for about six months now, but it's um, so for me, I, it, it's um, it's not an easy topic, but it's certainly I'm, I'm comfortable in, in in talking about it, talking to it. Um, but yeah, you, you can you can see that people sort of do switch off, and and it can be quite. Um, quite triggering, but now we're really tapping into um, sporting clubs ar- around Darwin. To... Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I think there's mm. sports clubs up here have dropped off that, haven't they? Like <clears throat> Anthony, my brother, and you were involved as well in stages with Headspace, had really good initiatives as ambassadors at football clubs. I was an ambassador at St Mary's. I didn't feel as supported as I should have. And the moment there was a lurk and like a bit of word that Tom Boyd was, was going to want to come up and play because he's a Headspace advocate, a few people started talking to me then. So there was a, like it was an always an attached carrot. Um, and a mental health ambassador, I had my players have, I had let my players have a mental health day off. Um, so from training, so I did do that a couple of times and I probably had five or six players use that but a part of that was that you go for a walk take your sibling for a walk take your dog for a walk or walk down to the beach or go for a bike ride it's not sit on Netflix and watch Netflix so it was a very strong sort of you know how we monitored that so great work you're doing there Willow in that space mate so just a bit of previews on the matches we've got Palmerston versus Wanderers I've got Palmerston winning this Palmerston are the real deal somewhat now They with the early season form. I don't know how you're seeing it, Willow. What's your thoughts on Palmerston after they did knock us off two weeks ago? Yeah, look, they, they played really well. And um, I, they had they had uh, Cam Pedersen, so I'm a, I'm a Roos supporter, so I'm, I'm aware of who Cam Pedersen is. Mm. But um, they had him, I think, in the first um, couple, of, couple of rounds and they didn't have him against us. Um, and they were able to... I guess change that game game style up because when you do have a a key forward, um, you know one that's also got that AFL experience and 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 a real tall timber. It's um you've got that get out option. You've got someone to straighten you up. But they didn't mm-hmm. have him against us, and they were able to, um yeah, sort of adapt to um not having him on the field. And they did move the ball around really really well. Um so we were just we were outplayed on the um the day. We had our chances um, on the night yeah. rubber, but. Look, I think I think that yeah. home ground advantage is going to make a difference this year. I've still got you ranked number one at the moment in the comp. You're going to win enough games. And you're just too consistent to not be in the top three. Uh, I've got Palmy. You got Palmy? Uh, no, in saying that, look, I, I think Wanderers are going to take a lot Tip out Wanderers. of uh, going to take a lot out of their um, their their win last week against yep. Saints, and I think they're going to be better for the run. Um, yep. They've got a good local um, core group of players. Um, so look, I'm going to go against you, Robbie, and I'm, I'm, yep. I think I think Wanderers, um, you know, I think Palmerston, they're, they're going to have a good season. They're, they've improved, but Wanderers have got that. Um, they're, they're they're more seasoned, and I think um, yeah, I think they're going to. Two, two uh, of your former clubs as well, Palmerston <laughs> and Wanderers. They got a few there, though. Yeah, yeah. Fighting, yeah. So uh, just after the break, guys, we're going to talk about the Bombers Pints game over on the island. So that'll be great for the community. We're going to delve into that Nightcliff Tars game and the St Mary's Crocs game as well. Sen Fridays in the top end. 16.11am, Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. Welcome back. Rain and Horn in the top end, 16.11am, Rain and Horn Darwin, we will love your listing. you got Rob Hale here with Shawnee Willow. So, Shawnee, let's just talk about some previews of the matches. We just touched on Palmy Wanderers. I've got Palmy, you've got Wanderers. Bombers, Pints, how do you see this one going out? It's played on the islands. Majak Door probably playing. Yeah, and there you go. That's the draw card right there. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't, haven't, haven't had a look at the. I don't know how the teams are lining up. Um, but look, any any time you play the Tiwi Bombers over, over on the islands, it's, it's a tricky assignment. Um, look, points are going to be up and about. Um, 
you know, but it's going to be um, a whole other experience, a whole other challenge for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, it, it's it's a line ball one. Um, We've got uh, Daly's come back in for Bombers <clears> after that almost 40 disposal game against Buffaloes as well. So, and big mud jack up there. Like, what are you, who are you tipping for that one? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the non-TV players off, offer a lot, so... Um, look, I'm 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 actually going to go with points. I, I just think that they're going to go in with some confidence, but mm. it's going to be a really close game. Um, it could go either way, and and if those if those Tiwi guys can click and and be really upbeat with with the presence of of those um, experienced and high caliber players, um, you know the, the result could quite simply go their way. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Bombers at the moment, but I reckon it's a real line ball decision. I'd probably banner hit Bombers at the moment, but Pints are a very workmanlike side. If mm. they pair off to execute that game plan that Shannon Motlop's been playing, I think there's been a bit of talk that Shannon Motlop's just coaching the group that he has at his disposal, and that's mm. how I would almost coach Pints as well. And that's worked wonders for him. It worked wonders against St. Mary's. Highly accountable team. Mm. So would not surprise, but I'm going to go Bombers just because of the island factor. Mm. It's probably going to be about 1,000 degrees on there out over <laughs> yeah. at, at New U. So it's going to be the closest place to the sun it's going to feel like. So I've got the Bombers. So we're going against each other again here. So the match of the round, mate, your game, Nycliffe first Waratahs. Um, Two sides that are the, structurally the best structured sides, I feel. Southern Districts had some good structures last week, but they sort of broke down in patches. But the way Ryan is coaches and the way Buxy coaches, they are the, probably both the best two defensive sides in the comp. Yeah, and that's something that we, we touch on, um, you know, every game, uh, upcoming mm. game against Waratahs. Um, you know, we, 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 we train, um, to, you know, to a particular style because we, we know that they're structured. We know that they're well-drilled. Um, they're really good um, by, by foot. Um, so there's certainly some aspects that, that stand out that make them extremely damaging. Um, so, yeah. you know, you can play other sides and, and, and sort of work your way around it. But, yeah, when, when you're facing facing TARS, you sort of know what to expect. Um, a well-drilled outfit that, that, that's going to be mm. there. Um, and you, you factor in also other factors that, you know, you speak to AFL on AFL, um, AFL websites and analysis. David King speaks about it, how you defend turnovers and scoring from turnovers, and that's a big thing. And I think Nycliffe and War, well, Waratahs are leaders in that way. And some of the other clubs, as you know, mate, like, like some of the up-and-coming clubs, Palmas and those clubs, they are very good offensively, but they're still improving that defensive aspect. That's why I've got them around that four to five mark. Um, Waratahs, I think, structurally do play that real control game. They ran out of steam in that last quarter last week, but, you know, they've done, like Jimmy Arata said earlier, they've done the work early. How are you feeling about this game? Um, yeah, look, and that's going to be... Been, has there been some hype about it as well in the rooms? Uh, yeah, I think I think so. I think every every game with Waratahs, and even even during um, you know that 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 era of um, uh, um, a couple of a few premierships, um, Waratahs always troubled us, and it didn't matter mm. where they were on the ladder. They just, um, especially at, at at Gardens, they certainly play that ground well. But they, yeah, that transition from defence to attack is something that they that they do really well. And for that to happen, you need you know all of your players to sort of sort of be on board with that with that game style. So. Um, you know, we know they're going to have a couple of um, couple, couple of players that are going to demand and warrant matchups. Yeah, um, so, yeah, no, we're, we're extremely confident, though, going into this week, and especially at home. Yeah, I'd predict Jake Bowd would probably go to you. Who are you tipping in this one anyway, Willow? You going the Tars? Yeah. Oh, Bowdy. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad lad. Yeah. Um, wish he wouldn't go to me. But, no, um, I, 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 well, you know, not Nycliffe, obviously. I think I think we're yeah. really confident. But, um, but look, it, it is going to be a, a, a quite yeah. a closely heated game. and. And quite quite a competitive game at that 
night. So yeah, um, so I think yeah. I think Nycliffe as well. The Nycliffe I seen last week was very strong ball movement, just the pressure, the teamwork. I think you guys are starting to really gel really well as uh, you know it's coming together. That uh, the last game of the round, mate. St Mary's Crocs. I don't think anyone was expecting this drop off from Saints. I'm saying they're not in the top five right now, and I'm sticking by that. Um, calling it the early crow. Um, if they win this, they're back in the race again. But they've named a strong side, but so are Southern Districts. So if, did you expect the St Mary's drop-off? And do you think their finals chances are almost done now? Uh, not at all did I expect this. I think, um, you know, the expectation, uh, you know, Saints over the last few years, um, that was capped off by a premiership last season. And, you know, last last season they towed us up in the prelim. They, they mm, you know, they got, what, they, got what, they, got the, they got what they deserved and, and we got what we deserved. Um, so going into the season, you certainly look at St. Mary's with admiration and, um, you know, it, it, yeah, there was the expectation that they'd be able to carry that. Um, some results haven't, haven't gone their, um, haven't gone their way. So Look, they're gonna. They, they they need to really bounce back against districts. Um, it's it is you know early stages, but it's the biggest game of the year for them at the moment. Yeah, I've, I've I'm going the early crow on them missing out just because I think if you're going to make finals this year, you're going to have to probably go nine seven. If you really want to risk it, you got to go eight eight, which really which you know means St Mary's are going to go you know something like seven wins. Oh, eight wins out of the next um, 11, 12 games, which is going to be really hard to do with how even the competition is, mate. Yeah. Um, I'm tipping Crocs in that one. What's, you know, how are you feeling? Yeah, again, it's a line ball, and I don't know if we're going to go against each other on this one. Um, I, I, I think, you know... Saints have Lockyer in, they've got Jellyman Turner in, they've got some good in, so, yeah... Yeah, I, I guess given that, I still yeah, I, I still haven't seen much of of their new new players that have come in, so I don't know how much of an impact that they'll make. Um, so look, I'm, I'm probably going to go Crocs on that on that point. Yeah. Um, but look, they're they're really great inclusions. I mean, those those, those players, um, yeah, firsthand, I, I, they they gave us some troubles last season. Um, quality players. Um, I think you said a premiership player from last season thrown in there as well. So yeah. Um, I think Saints they're they're a proud club. They 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 know they need to bounce back. Um, in saying that, I. I, I Think districts have got something going on there, so um, yeah. I yeah. don't. I don't think. I don't think any of these games this week, mate. I don't think five or six mm. goals might be the difference between both sides. Maybe that might be as much as it blows out because it is a really tight sh- final shaping matchups, mm. isn't it? St Mary's lose this, then geez, you, you, you're almost writing them off, aren't you? The SEN top end, mate. You featured in at number seven or eight. How's that feel? I know you said in the break that you thought you would be higher. You know, you thought you might be in the fours or fives, but you're gonna take eight, aren't you? You happy with that? Hey, all right. I thought you were just. <laughs> going to be stationary and leave me at 10. No, no, look, it's, um, I, I, I guess so those, any individual accolades, they're not, they're not possible without, you know, sort of the group you have around you and, um, you know, when, when, when everybody's playing their role, um, you know, yeah. Oh, jeez, oh, the cliches, mate. A bit, bit cliche. You got me on the spot here, knocking, knocking me up, jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't know what I've done to... Uh, <laughs> oh, Philo's in there now, obviously. He'll be happy on that one. Um, the concussion with Trent Melville, I touched on the concussion stuff and wasn't really... I don't think clubs are... Yeah, it's, it's a touchy one, isn't it? But how's Trent Melville going for after his incident? Um, look, look, Trent's tra- tracking well, um, but it, it was you know quite clear um, 
initially it was straight after the um, straight after the clash that um, Trent wasn't coming back on, and um, I guess with with uh, with with those concussions, um, you, you sort of have to allow a bit of time to actually see how you know identify how severe um, how severe it is, and you know there's a, a range of different symptoms that can um, you know sort of sort of dictate and measure measure that. Um, we've taken the pre- precaution. Um, Trent was automatically um, scratched out of the following week. Um, he won't play. He won't play this week. And and look, you know, speak, speaking to Trent and checking in with him, he, he's doing he's doing well. But um, yeah. it's a serious issue, and and yeah, there, there's still some concerns um, around some of those symptoms that are occurring. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it will be it will be touch, touch and feel, and it would be a day by day um, sort of um, you know check check in with Trent. Yeah, and a massive shout out as well to Jackie Gal, uh, Saints one, Div one enforcer. Um, so Willow, what's your plans for the weekend, mate? Oh, look, pretty pretty low key. Um, get through the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, we'll get through the rest of the day, and then um, obviously the preparation for um, for tomorrow's game. Um, so nothing, nothing planned for the weekend. We'll just um, a few Keithy Urbans play. at the club uh, Saturday <laughs> night. You reckon? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe just a couple. If you come down again, if you, if you, yeah, make, yeah, make, sure you make sure you bring your wallet this time. Mate. <laughs> Uh, thanks, thanks, Shawnee Willow, for coming in for us there, mate. SEN Fridays in the top end, 16.11am. Rain and Horn Darwin, find a place to write your next chapter. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.